Hello and welcome to the Reorg Europe podcast. It's Thursday, November the 25th. I'm Richard Woolley, editor in Reorg's London office, and this week I'm going to be speaking to European Distress Debt Managing Editor Luca Rossi about Telecom Italia and taking a look at a potential bid by Apollo for UK retailer Marks & Spencer with senior legal analyst Shan Qureshi. Telecom Italia's board met over the weekend to discuss a possible public tender offer for the group's entire share capital by KKR. Luca, what's the background to this? Hey, Rich. Um, so this situation is interesting and could become one of the biggest private equity buyouts in history. KKR made a non-binding and indicative offer for the entire share capital of Telecom Italia. Bear in mind that KKR already owns 37.5% in Telecom Italia's last mile network company called FiberCop. So KKR offered to buy Team's uh, share capital for slightly more than 50 cents uh, per share. Uh, the company's shares now are indicated more or less around that price, and they jumped 28% on Monday after the news of the offer. The offer implies more or less an enterprise value of the company of about 33 billion euros, if you include the 22 billion euros of net debt. Okay, and what kind of obstacles are the parties looking at um, for this to go through? Well, there are many obstacles. First of all, the infrastructure network of Telecom Italia is vitally important for the Italian government, also in light of the several projects designed in the context of the National Recovery and Resilience Plan, which was launched along with the European Union. So I guess the cabinet will try to do everything and to find an agreement with KKR to maintain a sort of control over Teams network. Second, there are other shareholders, in particular the French media conglomerate Vivendi, which owns 24% of Telecoms Italia shares. Vivendi has already said that the KKR offer is basically too low. And a lot of observers believe that KKR is working to improve the offer. The second biggest shareholder of the company is Cassa Depositi e Prestiti, or CDP, which is Italy's state-owned lender. So there is a real involvement of the government here. And this brings me to the third main obstacle, the political environment. So don't forget that the Italian government has a so-called golden power to veto transactions which are not deemed of national interest. And there will be negotiation with the trade unions as well, which probably will be pretty complicated and will focus mainly on employment levels. Okay, and, and looking a bit more broadly, obviously KKR isn't the first private equity fund um, that's showing an interest in taking over a, a telecommunications group at the moment. Well, it's not indeed. Think about T-Mobile Netherlands, which was recently acquired by Apex and Werber Pincus. Also in 2020, KKR, Sinven and Providence together acquired the Masmoville. So the sector has seen a lot of uh, privatization and consolidation uh, recently, as telecom companies have been trading at a discount in, uh, in the public markets. Also, a lot of private equity groups seem to be interested in these companies and in breaking them up, uh, especially breaking the consumer and the infrastructure businesses to generate some extra value. Yeah, and, and with that in mind then, how do you think the KKR offer uh, stacks up against the other transactions that are going on in the market? So the KKR offer implies a 5.5 multiple for Telecom Italia, 
which is lower than the 7.4 average transaction multiple in other uh, telecommunication transactions. So I think that to bring the offer in line with the average transaction multiple in the sector, KKR might have to offer up to 90 cents for Telecom Italia's shares. All right, so what happens next? So there is another extraordinary meeting, uh, board meeting of Telecom Italia this Friday, and we will see what happens there. After the board meeting, we will understand whether KKR will be given the opportunity to conduct a four-week confirmatory due diligence period. And let's also not forget that the deal is conditional upon a minimum level of acceptance of 51% for both classes of Telecom Italia shares. Okay, and um, you touched on this briefly earlier, but just to go back to the the politics uh, of the situation, what has the Italian government said so far? The Italian government reiterated that its main objective is to ensure that the project is compatible with the completion of the ultra-broad network as outlined in Italy's EU recovery plan. And one minister added that he needs to see the details of KKR's offer. So I think everything is still quite up in the air. Shares in Marks & Spencer rose by 2.9% on Monday to 249 pence per share, following a report in the Sunday Times that US private equity firm Apollo Global Management had been considering a bid for the UK retailer. Shares are currently trading at 244.5. According to the Sunday Times, Apollo has considered M&S a bargain, believing the company's shares were being weighed down unreasonably by the impact of Covid and also thought the market had failed to attribute enough value to M&S's 50% share in Ocado's retail business, acquired for £750 million in 2019. It's unclear whether Apollo's interest has been dampened by a recent surge in M&S shares, which have risen 24% since the retailer forecast this month that underlying profits would be in the £500 million area this year. The group's senior unsecured bond documentation, including its 2027s, 2025s, 2023s and 2021s issued under M&S's EMTN programme, and its 2037 notes have a change of control put option priced at 100 for the EMTNs and 101 for the 2037 notes if the change of control results in a ratings downgrade. Reorg's legal analysts uh, did a covenant analysis on the name earlier this week, and I chatted to Shankareshi about whether MS note holders would have any kind of right to a change of control offer from the group. Thanks, Richard. Uh, so the retailer currently has five sets of notes due in 2021, 2023, 2025, 2026 and 2027 under its €3 billion euro midterm note programme. It also has a $300 million 7.125% note due in 2037. Now, these are all issued by uh, M&S as the issuer. Each of these outstanding notes provide for a put option to investors or a change of control offer to be made by the issuer upon the occurrence of what is defined as a change of control. Now, the put option or repurchase offer will only be required if such change of, change of control event is accompanied by a downgrade in the ratings of the relevant note. So if both these conditions are met, the change of control and the downgrade, then the issuer, Marks & Spencers, will have to make an offer to repurchase the notes uh, at for EMTN at par or for the 2037s at 101%. 
However, given the current non-investment grade rating of the EMTN notes, its holders will only get a put option if the rating of the notes is withdrawn. The holders of the 2037 notes are likely to get a 101% put option if the, remains, if the notes remain rated at below investment grade after a change of control. However, as the notes, the 2037 notes, currently trade around 120, according to Solve Advisors as of November the 23rd, the offer is unlikely to be taken up as things currently stand, but this may change. As always, subscribers can read more about all of these situations on our website, reorg.com. We'll be back in two weeks with another Reorg Europe podcast, but until then, stay safe and thank you very much for listening.